0: Welcome to KXAN News today. Here are your Wednesday morning headlines. An Amber Alert is out this morning for a kidnapped seven-year-old little girl. Police in Temple say Chris Hernandez is in immediate danger. They're also looking for Amanda Guerra in connection with the abduction.
1: Texas House and Senate are back at the state Capitol today. Follows Governor Greg Abbott's order for a second special session. Lawmakers couldn't come to an agreement on property tax relief. So Abbott is calling them back to the Capitol and says he's going to keep doing it until a deal's reached.
0: Airlines around the country trying to catch up on delayed or canceled flights after tens of thousands of Americans were affected from the severe weather we saw to the east. And right now, Austin's airport is not seeing many delays. But it is another hot day today, and we're hearing temperatures may be cooling down a bit into the 4th of July weekend. Good morning, everyone. I'm Sally Hernandez.
1: And I'm Tom Miller. State power grid hit an unofficial record high yesterday, and we're still under a heat advisory. We have meteorologist Kristen Curry tracking this. Potentially Mm. some good news on the horizon.
2: Yeah, sort of kind of getting better when it comes to the numbers here. It's still going to be hot, but not quite as hot is where we've been. Let's take you outside this morning. We look good up in Northwest Austin. Our palms car washed camera showing dry roads, clear visibility. we got a clean radar to start our Wednesday. Temperatures this morning even running a little cooler than what I was showing you yesterday at this time. Upper 70s to low 80s. 78 Georgetown 77 here in the city. 81 in Atlanta. We've got 76 for our friends in Lockhart this morning. Where are we going with the numbers? Well, you'll notice the hike and bike forecast calling for a temperature of around 93 around lunchtime and then 104 the forecast high yesterday we topped out at 105 so I told you yesterday it's going to be a slow downward trend in the numbers because one degree you probably won't notice but hey it's a step in the right direction right and even the heat index values those heat indices coming down just a little bit likely to see a forecast heat index around 108 but better than the 110 we topped out with yesterday so the heat alerts in effect for yet again another day. This is uh, going on a week now that we've seen orange and pink on this map, but excessive heat warnings and heat advisory is in effect this afternoon into this evening. Coming up, I'm going to time out that downward trend in these temperatures tell you when we eventually actually fall below the century mark. Got some low rain chances stuck to about too. That will be more in the extended forecast, so you don't have to worry about it today, but giving you a heads up on some changes heading into our 4th of July holiday. Those details coming up in your first Morning forecast.
0: See you then, Kristen. Austin Police need your help finding one man they say assaulted a woman while robbing the Royal Blue Grocery Store. This happened last week
1: on Brazos Street. Austin Police can't actively patrol downtown like it used to as it is working to fill hundreds of vacancies, so businesses are taking security measures into their own hands.
0: KXN's Brianna Hollis explains how some businesses tried to fix the problem.
2: wild about music is wild about Austin. My parents started this business almost 30 years ago. CEO Tegan Hahn isn't wild about what's been happening at the store and to her staff over the last couple of years. They've been spit on, hit, punched, scratched. A security guard she hoped would help. It did start out to be a good deterrent. And we did start to have issues though with uh, them even just showing up to them either being overly aggressive or overly passive. We
3: are there to prevent theft from shoplifters.
2: Glenn Bimani, also CEO of San Business Antonio-based BPS Security, access. didn't provide security guards in this case, but explained that in general, security guards don't have the same privileges police officers do. For example, when it comes to using force, they have to abide by the same rules everyone else does when defending people or property.
3: Uh, we're allowed to use the minimum force necessary to uh, stop the threat you can't be arrested even though you're a security guard that does not protect us in any way
2: beyond that he says rules for security guards vary by security company
0: a lot of security companies will terminate an employee for using force
2: han says security was ultimately too expensive and too much of a liability all we really want to do is create a fun and safe environment, it's just so hard to not be able to snap your fingers and fix it for them. Brianna Hollis, KXAN News.
1: Austin police say that security guards primarily serve as a visual deterrent. The department says guards are typically most successful when they have their head on a swivel and they're noticing more crime in action than regular staff members. Going in-depth this month, city leaders gave an update on the Safer 6th Street initiative. This is a program aimed at improving safety downtown. It includes things like bar staff training, better lighting, and stronger communication between city departments. According to the latest update, 35 bar owners, managers, and staff participated in an entertainment district active shooter training this spring. Potential upcoming trainings include Narcan and overdose prevention, de-escalation training for bar staff, DOOR STAFF TRAINING, AND BYSTANDER INTERVENTION TRAINING.
0: A SPOKESPERSON FOR FORMER PRESIDENT TRUMP'S CAMPAIGN SAYS THERE ARE NEW RECORDINGS OF TRUMP PROVING THAT HE SAID THAT HE DID NOTHING WRONG WHEN IT COMES DOWN TO CLASSIFIED DOCUMENTS. IN THE RECORDING RECENTLY OBTAINED BY NBC NEWS, TRUMP APPEARS TO BE DISCUSSING A SENSITIVE MILITARY DOCUMENT AND ACKNOWLEDGES HE DID NOT CLASSIFY IT when he was president. Consistent with a partial transcript, federal prosecutors included in his indictment this month. NBC News Justice reporter Ryan Riley explains why it will be a pivotal part of Trump's classified documents case.
2: This is pretty, uh, I think, damning audio for him overall, and it'd really be a major part of uh, the prosecution's uh, case going forward. And I think especially when jurors hear that and hear the various uh, explanations, presuming it ever would get to that point, uh, it's something that is going to be pretty tough, I think, for a defense team to rebut.
0: Later on the Today Show, how the fallout from the recordings could impact the former president's 2024 presidential run. My neighbors in a Cedar Park neighborhood want an active murder investigation to be reclassified as a hate crime.
1: And we're looking at a new report on child drownings here in Central Texas. Experts with their advice on how adults should divvy up responsibilities when it comes to watching kids around the water.
0: Good morning, everyone on this Wednesday, June 28th, a live look outside to give you an idea what it's looking like this morning as we kick off your morning here on KXAN News Today. Let's go over to Cedar Park because people there want an active murder investigation to now be reclassified, but as a hate crime.
1: Akira Ross died after being shot at a local gas station earlier this month. She was with her friend, she was with her girlfriend as well off FM 620 near Hatch Road. An affidavit revealed that the accused shooter used an LGBT-related slur before pulling the trigger. Bradley Stamford is now charged with first-degree murder, but if prosecutors determine the crime was motivated by prejudice or hatred, this could be elevated to a hate crime.
0: Williamson County DA Sean Dick told KXAN his office is evaluating the evidence before deciding whether to elevate charges.
1: Still ahead, what investigators are saying about the Pflugerville School District's response to a school officer accused of inappropriate contact with
3: students.
0: And what we know about yet another body pulled from Lady Bird Lake.
3: Second straight year, Austin FC will have an all-star. Maybe not the guy people expected at the beginning of the season. I've got more on that coming up.
0: Good morning. It is Wednesday, June the 28th, one of the last days of June as we work our way into July. Going to check in with Kristen to see how hot it's going to get yet again today. But over to Pflugerville because a Pflugerville ISD officer now faces charges after police say he used social media to inappropriately contact students. Esteban Solis worked as a school resource officer at Kelly Lane Middle School. An affidavit that we got said three students reported he inappropriately messaged them on Snapchat. The district determined Solis's employment back in May would be terminated and it is now searching for a replacement officer. Dr Bob Sanford with Children at Risk, that's a group that researchers and advocates for children, says the district responded appropriately to these students' outcry. And he encourages parents to also stay vigilant at home when it comes to their kids' social media accounts.
3: Parents need to be very engaged in the technology and social media, and it's maybe more work than they
2: signed up to, to be a part of, but it's very important for the safety of their child.
0: Pflugerville ISD says that it will continue relying on teachers, parents, and staff, and students to promote safety on and off campus. Now giving some statewide perspective when it comes to this, the Texas Education Agency only started tracking inappropriate relationships between students and educators in 09, 2009, alarmed by a rise in the number of cases. A decade later, the Texas legislature created a do not hire registry, but there is a concern that more tracking and laws are needed to stop this specifically for law enforcement, including those who work at school campuses. The research group Texas 2036 points to an evaluation years ago saying more needed to be done to track misconduct by police officers across the state.
3: Direct quotes from the report was that the way Texas regulates law enforcement is toothless, largely ineffective, fundamentally broken.
0: Lawmakers just passed new minimum standards for the Texas Commission on Law Enforcement in the regular session, which would include creating a database that the public, you can search to track officer misconduct. However, it could be at least a year before that type of public system across all departments is up and running.
1: Doctors across the country are continuing to track malaria cases in Texas and Florida, The Centers for Disease Control says it's the first time in 20 years, malaria has spread stateside from cases that started here.
0: Yeah, the good news is all five patients have received treatment. They are recovering, but the CDC is warning doctors to be on the lookout for symptoms of millions of Americans as they prepare to spend their summer days outside. We need physicians to understand that they should have some suspicion for malaria and, uh, and and it's not difficult to diagnose and it's not difficult to treat. And the um, the people that die are people that do not get treated in time. I hear more from the infectious disease specialists that you heard from there and what doctors should watch out for on the Today Show.
1: Wheel of Fortune is entering a new era. Ryan Seacrest is gonna take over as host of the game show after longtime host Pat Sajak retires at the end of next season. Seacrest signed a multi-year agreement to host the show starting next year. He's gonna also serve as a consulting producer. Seacrest wrote, he is humbled to be stepping into the footsteps of the legendary Pat Sajak, and he looks forward to learning everything he can from him. This
0: guy's everywhere. It's truly everywhere, right? Started on American Idol, at least mm-hmm. that we know of from the national yeah. stage, and yeah. then it's just grown and grown and grown. And yeah. I was
1: sort of surprised to see this, but as I thought about it more, I'm like, it makes sense. It does, This yeah. is the guy for the big stage. He's
2: talented. He yeah. really is. Yeah. But between, yeah, live with Kelly and Ryan, <laughs> the ball drop on New Year's yep. Eve, <laughs> like, yep. this guy has more than 24 hours in a day, I, <laughs> I tell you. Let me show you what's going on with your forecast here, because a live look outside shows us quiet conditions. On a rock and dirt yard camera there down in Buta temperatures across Hayes County in those mid-70s. We've got most of the area in those upper 70s to low 80s. 80 in LaGrange, 78 Georgetown, 79 in Atlanta really everybody feeling good this morning temperatures like I said just a little bit cooler than what we had at this time yesterday and we're going to continue to see a su- slight uh, cooling trend heading into the later part of this week your air quality is going to go back and forth between good and moderate today still have some of that particulate matter down here at the ground but no alerts in effect for air quality for us we do have a forecast high of 104 so it's still going to be a dangerous heat if we're not taking those heat safety precautions i'm not expecting us to break the record that stands at one 06 last set back in 2013. But we've got south wind spot, 15 miles per hour, plenty of sunshine to help get those temperatures up. Heat index indices, I should say, as far as the forecast goes, anywhere from about 103 to 108 is where I expect us to be. Maybe closing in on 110 in spots up towards the north. But in general, our heat indices are coming down as a little bit more of that humidity mixes out. So your heat advisories are in place from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. Excessive heat warnings run us through 8 p.m. for Milam Lampasas in San Tappi County, but we'll likely see that excessive heat warning get dropped at least for portions of Milam County and then turned into and come down to a heat advisory for tomorrow up north. So, trending in the right direction as this high-pressure system weakens and gets further away from us. This will be through the next 24 hours. I'm expecting it to break down Friday into this weekend, and that helps bring our temperatures down to about 100 and also opens the door for a few spotty storms. So, in the short term, it's still gonna be miserably hot. 101 to 104, mostly sunny and dry. But getting into the weekend, we start to see our weather transition, especially towards the later part of Sunday, where we have an isolated storm chance, mainly in the hill country at 10%. Forecast highs drop to the upper 90s, much closer to normal for this time of year. Then we do have some spotty showers and storms possible Monday into Tuesday. Not a washout, just a few afternoon and evening pop-up storms that we'll need to watch for, and then you'll notice the afternoon Uh, or excuse me, the morning lows, not moving a whole lot, mid to upper 70s for as far as we can see.
1: Thank you, Kristen. Travis County leaders are once again sounding the alarm about the increasing number of overdose deaths. And now they're focusing on a group that they say needs more help.
0: It's people leaving jail when they get out, diving into the most recent medical examiner's report. We can tell you that Travis County found nearly a quarter of people who died of accidental drug overdoses in 2022, had been in jail at least once the year before. Now, county staff say people leaving jail are eight times more likely than the general public to accidentally overdose and die. And county commissioners hope there is a solution.
1: You can't just drop your addiction because you got arrested
2: or because someone told you so. And so we have to do everything we can to have treatment available, to have medicines available.
0: The sheriff's office is looking uh, uh, looking up the number of Narcan doses that they hand out to people when they get out of jail and better connect people with health care. Travis County is also working on a mental health diversion center. Right now, they say that could help with the issue. It would divert people to treatment for mental health and substance abuse issues, instead of putting them back in jail.
1: Going in depth here, this isn't happening in a vacuum. According to the National Institutes of Health, an estimated 65% of the US prison population has an active substance use disorder. While they didn't meet the same criteria, there's another 20% there that was under the influence of drugs or alcohol at the time of their crime. And the inmates with opioid use disorder showing a higher risk for overdose following their release. Before you hit the pool today, there's a reminder we have for you about swim safety. Child drownings continued to be the leading cause of death among children ages 1 to 4 years old. Yeah,
0: I spoke with the Consumer Product Safety Commission on a new
3: report.
1: Let's talk a little bit about how the
0: Consumer Product Safety Commission is issuing this yearly report about drownings. What did you find?
3: What CPSC's latest data show is drownings remain high for children under the age of 15. Nearly 400 children drown each year under the age of 15, with the majority of those about 75% to the youngest and most vulnerable, and that's children under the age of 5.
0: And why is the Consumer Product Safety Commission getting involved in issuing this report?
3: We know that drownings are preventable, and there are simple steps you can take to keep your child safe this season and all year long.
0: And so what are some of those things?
3: It all begins with adult supervision. Make sure you designate a water watcher each and every time you're in or around the water. And this person should not be distracted reading a book, looking at their cell phone. Their sole job is to keep an eye on the children and watch them in and around the water. It's also a good idea to maybe have more than one person have that responsibility so you can pass it on every 15-20 minutes so that person again is not distracted. In addition, make sure you implement layers of protection. Don't rely on just one and that includes physical barriers such as a four-sided four-foot fence. You want to have a self-closing, self-latching gate that closes each and every time you enter or exit the pool area.
1: Okay, Chick. go ahead, Sal.
0: Yeah, thank you, Tom. Uh, Make sure that you go to our website at kxan.com for more information on that story and other layers of protection that you can do when you get out there to the pool. And check your bank account today. If you use Cash App for purchases, the mobile app says that they want you to go and make sure that none of your transactions were double charged. Let's go to Costco now because customers there, um, you wanna be careful they're cracking down on people using someone else's membership to shop at their store. So don't do it. The retailer says it's going to require people to show their membership card. When they walk in, it will also request to see the card and a photo ID at the self-checkout registers. The company says that's where they've seen the most abuse of people who are sharing their cards. In a statement, Costco said it did not feel right that non-members received the same benefits. Shares of Costco have risen nearly 16% so far this year.
3: This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning to you. MLS All-Star Game is next month in Washington, D.C., and Austin FC will be represented. John Gallagher voted to the All-Star team for the first time in his MLS career. The Austin FC defender off to a great start. Five goals leads the team as they're trying to rally here in the second half with back-to-back wins. A combined 6 to nothing. and well, Josh Wolfe says it's just kind of that process you have to deal with
1: live by the
0: statement, you don't get to pick and choose, you know, which plays are going to lead to actual goals. And I, I really do believe that it's getting these guys to fully commit and buy into every play matters because you just don't know which one's going to lead to something good or which one can put you in a bit of trouble. So, you know, that's the responsibility that we try to approach training with, that we try to approach games with. That's part of our process. And um, you know, I think that that consistency that we have now in the last couple of performance bodes well, but um, it takes work, it takes focus, it takes commitment, and, and ultimately execution from all parties players coaches and and everybody in between but um you know we got to keep pushing forward it's two games two wins we got like 15 left so we got to keep moving up the table
3: yeah 15 left and next three on the road beginning saturday night in miami
2: thanks for joining kxan news today you can also listen to kxan news nightly every weekday after 5 30 p.m for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you